you other kids all across the land. There's no need to argue. Parents just don't understand. I don't know if this is such a good idea, but it looks like they will proceed until apprehended. Shaletta and her son have hit a rough patch in their relationship. He wants to be more independent, and she won't let go. How will they resolve their daily struggle to navigate the treacherous teen years? By talking it out every week on the Mommy and Me podcast. You're listening to the Mommy and Me podcast right here at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. You know, for almost a year, my son Andrew and I have been doing this show, wanted to make sure that we were transparent and we put our business in the street so that you guys could have an opportunity to talk to your children um, about issues that are sometimes difficult to discuss. Um, But it's important that we talk to our kids, um, especially when they can't go to school to talk to their friends that we look at them in the eye and have conversations with them. And some of them are going to be funny. Some of them are going to be challenging. And some of them are going to be downright difficult. And this week's show is not going to be an easy one. My son, Andrew Brundage, is here. I'm in the studio. He's at home. And son, you know, we've been seeing a lot on TV. Um, We saw thousands of men storm the Capitol, uh, breaking into a federal building, threatening our legislators. Uh, desecrating um, sacred monuments that were inside of that building. Uh, It was a very scary time. Uh, Elected officials had to be secured and sheltered in place. Guns were drawn. Now people are finally um, being arrested. And there's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of questions that still need to be answered. But we still have to have this conversation when you saw those images on TV read about them online what was your first reaction Uh, I was kind of mad because I remember when they had the Black Lives Matter protesters they had uh, police with riot shields and people shooting rubber bullets at us but they're just going to let a whole army of upset people because one person said that the election counts are wrong they're going to let a whole mob of people break into a government building. You know, and a lot of people are saying, son, that wouldn't happen if they were black. And right, I'm guessing you feel that same black way. Black Lives Matter protesters, they had uh, guns shooting rubber bullets, and they were, they were hurting us when all we were doing was a peaceful protest. These people are breaking into a, govern, like a, a government facility. That's illegal. But peaceful protesting isn't, and we got harmed worse than they did. Yeah, yeah. There were some people who were pushed to the ground, who were injured, some people who died, uh, people who were jailed who shouldn't have been. They were arresting journalists who were just doing their job when journalists should never be arrested for reporting. Um, and, and, and everybody is saying the same thing, son, that this was um, a display to the world of the two Americas that we have in this country, that there's a system of justice set up for white folks. And there's a system of justice set up for black folks. I do feel like it is racist because if if those people were black, almost all of them would probably be in jail or be in court or have much worse punishments than the white people got. Because I'm not even sure what happened to them. 
Oh, they let them go home. They most of them they went home. Mm-hmm. In fact, they were taking selfies with the police on the way out, and the police were kindly escorting them down the stairs um, after they broke into the Capitol and tried to overthrow democracy. And my yeah. question is, why did I only see four security guards when they were when it was a whole mob? <laughs> it's a government building, people. You gonna put four people on a job? And four that's the thing. That already barely run. You gonna put them on the job? <laughs> I could do a better job in security. Look, we could have put Cameron and Brandon on their PBS All Squads T-shirts and the badges that they got from the Big O and sent them down there. They would have done a better job of securing the Capitol. But what did you take away? Uh, what was the one thing, if you had to say, Mom, this is the one thing that I learned after watching that and listening to the stories and having a chance to sit down and think about it? You know, I had thought... Uh that we had grown past this because we haven't had to talk about it uh, since George Floyd, but there's still a lot of racial injustice out there in the world. Yeah. And, and this is the thing, son. This is why, since you've been three years old, I've taught you that the police are not your friends. You do what they tell you to do or they'll kill you. I told you that when you were three years old and everybody thought I was crazy. But I knew before cell phone video what was already going on in the black community with the police. You know, they come to our neighborhood to keep us in line and under control. Um, and, and they look for an opportunity to arrest us. That's just the way it works. And then the white people don't understand or didn't understand at the time what I was so uh, upset and fearful and protective about with regard to my children, especially you boys, you three boys. Um, it's because I know that the police are not righteous. I've been seeing what uh, people are just now seeing on video all my life, where people will go and harass young African-American boys, take them somewhere, beat them up, and then drop them off back at home. They would arrest them and hold them overnight for no reason, and the next morning wouldn't charge them with anything and send them back home. You know, and, and it's just been like this. You know, for a long time and nobody's done anything about it. And guess what, son? With everything that's going on, they're still not doing anything about it. They're still not. So this was just a manifestation for the world to see that the American system of laws and justice and policing is broken. And that's why people are saying defund the police because we can't keep. And that's, that's, that's what's frustrating for adults who pay taxes. We are paying for them to inflict pain on us. And that ain't right. And the fact that we just started this year. We just finished a horrible year. 2020 was horrible for all of us. And we were supposed to make 2021 a great year. Even like We were supposed to make up for 2020. Not even a weekend. We throw them in the government building. <laughs> no, honey, we ain't did nothing. They did that. And, and the hypocrisy. They throw them in the government building. You know, that's, it's the hypocrisy of it all. And I need you to see that. Um, is what white people say and what white people do are two different things. And you're going to learn that as you grow up. Um, and I, I hope and I hope you see that um, is, you know, these people have been saying law and order and you can't kill a cop and you should get the worst punishment. And they got video of these people beating a police officer with a flagpole and then leaving and getting back on their flight and going back home without being arrested, detained, questioned. They didn't even pinch anybody. It's like they ran out of rubber bullets or they ran out of, you know, uh, pepper spray. They did nothing. 
One woman got shot. You know, 13 people initially got arrested. But now they're doing stuff like we're asking for the public's help for you to come and, and help. Why, why we got to help you? They told you they were coming. They were live streaming. All you have to do is log on to Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. They they were live. They didn't care because it's not just them. We got to blame the person who incited this riot, too. Well, there you go. But you know what? Nobody wants to hold anybody accountable. And that's the world that we live in right now. I will gladly hold our former president accountable. Well, he's not former yet, son. He's still got a little time left. He got a week. You know how much damage he can do in a week? Look how much damage he did in a day. A week. That's frightening. Facebook suspended his account, his Facebook and Twitter accounts. He can't do anything now. Son, don't underestimate the power of the bully pulpit. He, 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 they have some back channels and they've been talking about this for a long time. Um, and they have ways of communicating that we don't even know about. But what I really want you to see, son, is that you have always got to be on guard and alert. Because as these men were descending on the Capitol, these are counselors, principals, uh, postal workers. These folks work at Subway, the airport. They um, are coaches. They, they live next door to people. And some of those people might be us. And so when you say, I want to walk the subway, or you hovering over me, or I need my space. This is apparently why. These, because these people are among us. They're not just, we keep seeing the images in D.C. of these people storming the Capitol. But what we don't see is them walking their dog. What we don't see is them teaching the class that you're sitting in. What we don't see is that, you know, they are at the subway placing your order. What we don't see is some of them are police officers. And so what I need you and everybody else to understand is they are now among us. They have shown themselves. They didn't even hide their faces like the Klan. They don't think they did anything wrong. Most of them now that they're being called out or exposed or people are turning them in, they're saying they're being persecuted. You mean to tell me you flew to Washington, D.C., broke into the Capitol, hunted down elected officials, had zip ties on you, beat a police officer with a flagpole, and now you feel like you're being persecuted. Son, there are two systems of justice in this country. What works for them will not work for you. And I know that because I remember now I have forgotten all about this until now. I think this was six, seven years back. You had, you had parked uh, in front of Subway with the babies in the car, told me to go and place an order. About four or five police officers on their lunch break walked in to place an order. You immediately pulled me out of there. I did. Like it was some sort of rescue mission. Yeah, it was. Oh, no, you don't realize it was. Because the fear you put in my mind with all the stuff you said about police, I was, I was shaking. And, and that's the thing, son. I need you to be afraid. I don't need you to think you can talk back to cops. I don't need you to think that they are your friends. I don't need you to think that they are on your side. Listen, you don't have the discernment to know a good cop from a bad cop, so I need you to assume all of them are bad. And if a good one comes along, God bless, thank you, hallelujah, Jesus. But as far as you're concerned, they are all out to get you, and that's the attitude that you need to have for the rest of your life. I don't care if you are four or 104. That's the position that you need to take as an African-American man in America. Yes, ma'am. All right. I love you, son. Love you, too. You all are listening to the Mommy and Me podcast. This one's going to be hard to choke down, but get you some steak sauce and meat tenderizer because you need to eat it. It don't get more real than these two. 
Shaletta and her son Andrew lay it all on the line to heal not only their relationship, but help other parents and their teens strengthen their bonds too. Check back next week for a new episode of the Mommy and Me podcast. To hear previous episodes, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. So to you all the kids all across the land, there's no need to argue. Parents just don't understand. 